Nein. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It is Friday. Yes, it's Woo. Friday. Weekend is here. The weekend is absolutely here. I mean, I don't know if this is a weekend to be excited about. I don't know if this fight tomorrow is something to be excited about. Well, you think it's going to last the whole 12 rounds? No way. No. Floyd Mayweather is going to beat. The dog feces out of Conor McGregor. I agree. And, and if you and if you don't think if you think otherwise, it's because you've probably never been in a boxing ring and sparred with a professional boxer. It's a totally different science than whatever Conor McGregor is going to go in there and do. And Floyd Mayweather is the greatest defensive fighter of all time. Only on, only way Floyd remotely, which would never happen, loses this fight is if he's lost a step tremendously. No, or if he made a, a huge mistake, which I doubt. He trains, and he's always trains. He doesn't drink. He continues to work out, so he's okay. He's in isn't, shape. He's good. Isn't Conor McGregor used to getting hit really hard, though, and kicked and everything? Is he going to yeah, knock yeah. him out? Yeah, but Conor McGregor's also used to hitting people. Yeah. Okay, it's professional Kicking boxers people, who have fought... It's pro- yeah, professional boxers that have fought Floyd Mayweather 49 times who barely land punches on him. So what the hell is Conor McGregor going? How is he going to land a punch? So when do you think the fight will end? I say third or fourth round, it'll be over. Nah, I give it to seven. Seven, seven. I, I think third or fourth. Now, I'm actually heading out to the fight uh, tonight. I'll be out there the whole weekend. I wasn't going. I was actually planning a trip to go to Cuba. Like, you know, I, I this really... Weekend? Yeah, I was going to go to Cuba this weekend. I really wanted to go to Cuba. I, I heard Cuba's beautiful. I heard it's, like, really old... The old feeling, the old soul, old cars, and I was planning a trip to go to Cuba, and then they called me last minute with the bag, and I had to cancel that trip. I thought you kept saying you were going to Vegas for weeks now. No, no. Well, I'm going to Vegas next weekend, but I'm talking... I was going to go to Cuba. I was. I really booked my trip and everything to Cuba. I was going to Cuba. I was excited about going to Cuba. You were just going to go. It wasn't for anything. No, just me and the wife were just going to go to Cuba and really take pictures and really enjoy the culture of Cuba before they deny us from having to be able to And then you're like, hey, you gotta to call to... for some money. Sorry. Keep then they called me with that big bag. <laughs> yeah, so have you back. And I said, babe, I'm sorry, babe. We're gonna have to make a, a detail. So you're, you're turning down a nice life experience for this whack-ass fight. Why can't I go to Cuba another weekend? Oh, you're right. Cuba ain't, well, I'm about to say Cuba ain't going nowhere, but I'm not too sure <laughs> on the Trump regime. I don't know if Cuba going somewhere or not. Now, you know what I'm excited about today? They are lowering Whole Foods prices. I was actually about to go to Whole Foods. I went on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I saw they posted about Amazon because Amazon took over Whole Foods. Really? And they said they're going to close on Monday, and their first, first order of business will be to make some items more affordable because Whole Foods is really expensive. Very expensive. But they do oh, have yeah. great stuff. Yes. I mean, that means they're substituting all the great stuff with the trash now. I was thinking that's the same thing. No, they said, that's, that's, the same that's what thing. that means. Well, they that's did say they're going to lower the prices without compromising the Whole Foods. Yeah, I, it's long-held commitment to the all, highest standards. They're about to stamp organic on everything. everything. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> now, ye, ye, yes. we own a juice bar. Mm-hmm. We know how expensive organic is to regular stuff. But is. you know what? The regulations on what, mean, what qualifies as organic is so loose that sometimes it doesn't even matter. See? We gonna get. Well, it's gonna be all that. So though. it ain't really organic then. 
I think that some the, cases. the way they regulate it, you just have to really look into it. But some things can pass as organic that for reasons that you wouldn't think. And why women don't refer to hair as organic and um, GMO? Like what? why did like why they don't refer to certain weaves? Like if it's real hair, they say organic. If it's something fake, they just say GMO. Why is that? Get out of here. I don't know. I got organic hair. There you okay. go. Okay. All right, well, let's get the show cracker. Front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk about the Powerball winner, one person who has come forward. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's Friday! It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk about the Powerball winner. Yes, the Powerball winner from Massachusetts. Right, Envy? Yes, Massachusetts. Mavis L. Wansiak. We're not even sure if that's how you say her last name. Old white woman like I told y'all. And you know she old because her name is Mavis. Well, she's 53 <laughs> years old. She's a mother of two. And she is single because her ex-husband, well, she had an ex-husband anyway, but he actually got killed in a freak accident at a bus stop just last year. Yikes. Somebody lost control of their truck, crashed into the bus stop, and crashed into him as well. I was about to say he's going to come crawling back in her life, but that ain't going to happen. Nope. Now, she is that lucky winner. She worked at a medical center. She quit her job yesterday morning after claiming the winning ticket. She's going to get more than $336 million after taxes. We're dropping the clues bombs for old Mavis. I keep telling y'all, whenever the Powerball or the Mega Millions is that high, go find you an old white woman and let her go buy the tickets for you. She picked the winning numbers based on the birthdays of family members. She's only 53, though. She's not that old. Did you Have you seen Some her? Some of our... Yeah, Stop I saw it. her. I saw her. Here's what she had to say. I was leaving work at night, and I leave with, a, um, with, with this guy, Rob. He's a chicken wing fireman. And we just happened to walk out, and he said, I bet you somebody won with these numbers as birthdays. And I went, oh, yeah, I know. It's never going to be me. It's just a pipe dream I've always had. And he's reading these numbers, and I pull mine out, and I go... Hey, I have that. I, I have that. I have that. He goes, let me see that ticket. He goes, you just won. He says, sign that ticket now. Wow. It's salute to her. And by the way, saying somebody that's 53 isn't that old is an is a, is, is a, a alternative fact. Some because of our hip-hop artists are that age. Yeah, that's they're true. And, they're, and they're old. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with aging. Aging is a privilege that a lot of people don't get. You, when you're two years away from IHOP pancakes, getting them for free, you should salute yourself. Okay? Yeah, I mean, I don't look at her as like an old woman. That's She's all. an old woman. She ain't old. Yeah. If little Uzi Vert says anybody over 25 is old and 53 is old, and it is what it is. So it's we go good. by what little Yeah, we're not going by what little Uzi Vert says. It's a blessing to be 53. It is definitely is a blessing. Old. It is what it is. Like, stop it, okay? I get it. I we're still, I'm just not calling her an old white woman. I'm just saying she's a 53-year-old woman who, fortunately for her, won the lottery. Years, she's two years away from getting free pancakes at IHOPs. Senior citizens get free pancakes at IHOPs when they're 55. All right. Now, let's talk about Hurricane Harvey. Yes, uh, that hurricane is expected to bring as many as 35 inches of rain, and that's going to be in Texas. So right now in Corpus Christi, they're saying Harvey could make landfall there, and the mayor has issued a voluntary evacuation order. A lot of people are clearing the shelves of different stores like Walmart because they're trying to get those sandbags. They're concerned, of course, about flooding as the storm is building strength in the Gulf of Mexico. So there'll be multiple hazards and so be careful if you are flying. If you're in Texas, just be very aware of what is about to happen. They said there's going to be winds of at least 111 miles per hour by the time it hits the middle Texas coast. And that's going to happen late tonight or early tomorrow. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed. Whatever it may be, get it off your chest. Call us right now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Aaron, get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, we're about to face this storm. And in Galveston, you got gas stations charging $7.50 a gallon. You got Dang, other gas that's crazy. stations. You got other gas stations charging $19.99 for a 12-pack of water. That is ridiculous. That's crazy. Why would they take advantage of people like that? But you remember when that when that happened in New York, they were doing the same thing. When that when that storm hit New York and we had that big blackout and gas stations were closed, people were doing the same thing. That That's should be up, illegal. Man. It should be illegal. They should, de- should be trying to help people out. Not try to rob people. You're right. Yeah, just keep everything regular. And the bad part, they act like they're not in the eye of the storm as well. Like, they, like they're facing the same thing the people that they're upping the prices on are facing. Now, I remember uh, I was in uh, Brooklyn, and they were selling gas for $10 a gallon. Uh, what people did was they would just cut the line or rob people from for gas and just sell them on the corner. And it was nothing you could do because you needed gas. It just bugs me out that if I lived in a place where a hurricane was about to hit and I'm right there with those same people, I'd be thinking, yo, we can make some money. How about thinking about your life? That's how people think, though. Hello, who's this? Yo, what up? It's Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Get it off your chest, bro. All right, first of all, I just want to tell y'all, y'all y'all doing the best. I've been listening to y'all since the Ray J interview. That junk was hilarious. When y'all first came on the air, Ray J was talking about, yeah, booty goons. Junk was hilarious. That means you um, you almost seven years strong with the Breakfast Club. Well, somebody, they actually did a throwback yesterday of that. Really? Yeah, I saw that. Somebody posted it. Boy, that just just was hilarious. He called in about booty goons. I'm like, Ray J got booty goons? Like, for real? (laughs) Thank you, bro. Um, Yeah. Eight arms, I rip through flesh like napalm. My man could get up like Rayquan. No, 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 no unsolicited freestyle, sir. We didn't give you consent. Did he just You're raping us right Out of now. nowhere. It didn't You're have nothing gonna, to do with what we were talking about. You're just going to rape our eardrums like that? We didn't give you consent, sir. No lubrication, nothing. Just straight in. No warning. You ain't even asked me. Goodness gra- I, I'm offended. Goodness gracious. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or if you feel blessed, call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Donovan from Virginia. Donovan from the 757 or 804. Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I'm just, I'm blessed because I'm a 28-year-old homeowner. I got a great, secure job. I got a beautiful wife. I got two beautiful children. And I woke up this morning. Not everybody woke up this morning. you right. There you go. That's the sound like you're balling to me. Sound like you're balling to me, my brother. Absolutely. Doing big things out here. How's All right, that, bro. Well, have a you, great morning. A you're great not suffering from right. erectile dysfunction at an early age, are you? <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Michelle calling from North Virginia. Hey, mama, get it off your chest. Well, um, I just wanted to, first of all, say good morning to y'all. Good morning. Um, I don't know if Charlamagne reminds me calling. I called, like, last year, and he followed me on Instagram. But I'm back in cosmetology school again, and I go to Paul Mitchell, so I want to get a shout-out to all my girls going to Paul Mitchell doing here. Okay, and I'm blessed. Okay. 
Because okay. I want to thank all my clients that come and see me because y'all don't have to do it, and I really appreciate y'all. Sound right, like you got your life together, boo. <laughs> yes, I want to give a shout-out to my mama. She's a burger. Her birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Tammy. Aye. Love you, mom. Virgo's rule. <laughs> First of all, don't you ever call Aye. your mama by her first name. Okay, always call your mama, mama. I call her mama, but you know, she might be listening. There's a lot oh, okay. of people. There's a lot of people you. named mom out there. There you go. Got you. Hello, who's this? Yo, envious. I'm a stand-up comedian. Good morning, Angela. Is this Snack Man? I'm a stand-up comedian, and you know it, Envy. No, you're definitely yes, not Angela. a stand-up comedian. And that joke you did the other day was corny and whack. All right, let's okay, see. here we go. Listen, my name is Snack Man. I earned that name in college, yo. I sold candy bars, chips, and drinks out of my room. They all call me Snack Man because I had the first ever dorm bodega. Is this so a I joke? Up, yeah, listen, I opened up business because I want to meet people. I know I'd be getting girls every 28 days wanting chocolate. You heard? Yo, when, I opened, up shop, yo, when I opened up shop, I had all our menstruational needs. I had all tampons and condoms. I just threw in a bag and said, here, have a nice three to five days. See you next month. Oh, my year. God. So I got young. Snack so I'm man, Catholic. you should I was never, raised Catholic. I said the protein school, yo. I had nuns and teachers. One day I said, let's go. Why they got to be so ugly? I don't know. I mean, they were oh, for God. Couldn't they get a favor? You heard? Snackman, yes, you should Snack no, let me close on this. No, Angel. Oh, my Angel. God. Snackman, that's new for you that you heard Angel, part. One more. Uh-huh. Angel, one more. Please, okay. Angel, one more. Okay. One more. All right, I'm going to close on this. Uh, you agree with me, Angel, that this world's getting crazy, right? Right. Terrorists want to blow stuff up. Koreans want to nuke stuff. Yo, come to think about it. Extraterrestrial aliens, not that bad. Yo, what do they do? Crop circles? Thank you. Ooh, drop Snack the mic. Man, you should never do stand up. You. you should, you should sit your ass down yeah. at all times. Yeah. Never do comedy. I, don't, I never, I, I never want to see you standing up anywhere. Sit down every time you get a chance. To, Make okay? sure y'all search for Snack Man and no. go check out the rest of his comedy. No, that's not comedy. That's horrible. It's whack, trash. I don't, I don't know what that's called. It's called a waste of my time. Uh, those are seconds of my life that I can't get back. I can't get it back. Snack Man's been working on his craft for a while, from back when I was at Sirius, and he used to call there. He needs to stop. I, I'll give Snack Man props on one thing. He was calling himself a snack before being a snack was a popular thing to call yourself. My goodness. Get it okay. off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Now, you we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's see how jealous you are of Jay Leno. He just got a brand new car, and they only made 500 of these. Also, French Montana's Unforgettable. I know you love that song. Well, now there's a remix coming. We got a little preview for you. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Did you see Kendrick Lamar confirm that uh, Damn was supposed to be listened to backwards? Well, yeah, that was in the room. That's okay, but yes. Oh. <laughs> well, let's get to rumors. Thanks, Charlemagne. <laughs> it's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Mariah Carey has done a new remix, and that is for French Montana's Unforgettable. I know everybody loves that song, so she tweeted out a preview of that remix, and she's on the hook. Check it out. That sounds terrible. I'm going to be honest with you. Sway Lee washes Mariah Carey vocally right now. It doesn't not, sound terrible. It sounds airy as hell. It does like, sound a little airy. What's going on? It sounds like she's hiding something, but it doesn't sound terrible. Hey, like, man. Terrible, Sway horrible, Lee. and trash is, is strong words. I need to Mariah, hear the whole thing. 
Mariah. That's why. That, <laughs> by the way, that's why you shouldn't put out previews in 2017. It's not that serious. Just drop the whole thing or nothing. I and guess Mariah, that's their way of letting people know it's coming. Mariah Carey is a legend. Yeah, you can never take away her legacy. Sway Lee washes her vocally right now. All right, well, come I got to hear that whole come song because that's a big song. So. Come on and, and of course, gotta, French is not going to turn down Mariah Carey on the remix. She, he ain't asking her to do that. Envy, you, mm-hmm. got, a, you got an album coming up. Mm-hmm. If you could get Sway Lee vocals or Mariah Carey vocals, who would you want right now? Honestly? Yes. Sway Lee? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. All right, now let's discuss Taylor Swift. She That's has a horrible. new song out as well called Look What You Made Me Do. And so you can hear in the beginning of the song, I'm sure you can guess who she's talking about. Check it out. I don't like your little games. Don't like your tilted stage. The role you made me play. The fool. No, I don't like you. I don't. Like your perfect crime, how you laugh when you lie. So you can hear your tilted stage and uh, making her look like the fool. I think we might be pushing this one. I don't know what she's talking about yet. Hey, all I know is I, I heard. I pretty much think so. I just heard more trash. That was terrible. <laughs> that sounded. That sounded like. That sounded so generic pop artist. I like that sounded like 1990, like early 2000. Like, what was it. that? She actually sampled uh, uh, that song. I'm too sexy. That's where that. Oh, beat comes okay. Up. Now That's here's what, the here's okay. the end of the song. I'm sorry. She's dead. What? All right. So she's saying Odell the old Taylor can't die. come to the phone right now. That could be a reference to the phone conversation that was taped. I don't know. Old Taylor music was popular. But I'm going to tell you this about Taylor Swift because mm-hmm. people are so excited. She has an incredible Swifties fan base. Really? And yeah. And as a matter of fact, the way that she's rolling it out for people to be able to buy tickets to her concerts, what she's doing is, and this nobody's ever done this before, but she's teamed up with uh, Team Swift and Live Nation. And what they're doing is if you buy, if you go on her website, and you actually buy certain things like merchandise or you list, watch the video, then you get moved up in line to buy the tickets. Really? So that gets rid of a lot of the scalpers, a lot of people that are going online just trying to buy chunks of tickets. You have to, you have to, all the bots, you have to go to TaylorSwift.com, you have to register, then you get to the portal where you can pick a city where you want to see the show, and then you engage in unique activities. That advances your spot in line, so you buy some things, buy her music, watch her videos, and then you get moved up. But you must be going to buy tickets to listen to her old catalog because you're not going to listen to that I'm Too Sexy for my whatever remake because that was trash. Right, so (laughs) as a matter of fact, though, yesterday her her site went down because of an extreme amount of fan activity, so. Yeah, because they wanted to hear it, but then they were thoroughly disappointed. Fart on that new Taylor Swift record. All right. (laughs) All right, now Jay Leno got a brand new car. There's only 500 of these made. What kind of car? That is a very rare $505,000 2017 Ford GT. Ford only made 500 of these. Yeah, that car's dope. There were 6,800 people who applied to buy them. The car maker, of course, was very choosy. Ford said, we don't want people to buy it and flip it. We don't want people just to put them in a museum somewhere. We want them out on the street. We want people to drive them, yep. Jay Leno got his hands on that. And another collaboration happening, Aaliyah and Matt Cosmetics. Yes, Matt Cosmetics is doing... uh, First, they did Taraji P. Henson. They have Nicki Minaj doing something. And now Aaliyah is going to have a MAC Cosmetics collab. How are they, they going to do that? How did they know Aaliyah's even going to like what they put out? That is a good question, by the way. 
Well, Great th- question. there was a whole campaign that her fans did about two years ago. It was an Aaliyah for Mac petition on Change.org. There were 26,000 people to sign a petition. Aaliyah so, might not like Mac. She might of, like Because of else. that campaign, they have an Aaliyah inspired. I mean, I think everyone knows she didn't pick, but it's inspired by Aaliyah. So that collection is going to be released next summer. Today is the 16th year anniversary of Aaliyah's death, right? Yes, it's 16 years today since mm-hmm. she passed away. It seemed like longer. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. 16 years is a long time, though. You know how I know 16 years is a long time? Because I remember hearing Aaliyah dying on the radio and stopping at a payphone to call my now wife and tell her. That's how I know 16 years is a long time. Yeah, Things I remember really where I was. Change. I was in Miami. Yes. I was driving through Somerville, South Carolina, and I heard them say on the radio that Aaliyah had passed, and I stopped at a payphone at a gas station to call. Jesus wow. Christ. All right. All right, well... Thank you for those rumors, Yee. You're welcome. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, um, tell them about my auntie that just won a million. The, uh, she don't know you. Yes, she does. She just won $700 million. I spoke to her this morning. We yeah. all knew you was white. <laughs> Maybe. Don't, surprise, don't surprise us you got a white auntie. Wancy actually is from Massachusetts. She won the $758 million Powerball jackpot. First thing she did, quit a job yesterday morning. She worked at a medical center. She's going to take home about $336 million after taxes. Here's what she had to say. I was leaving work at night, and I leave with, a, um, with, with this guy, Rob. He's a chicken fireman. And we just happened to walk out, and he said, I bet you somebody won with these numbers as birthdays. And I went... Oh, yeah, I know. It's never going to be me. It's just a pipe dream I've always had. And he's reading these numbers, and I pull mine out, and I go, hey, I have that. I have that. I have that. He goes, let me see that ticket. He goes, you just won. He says, sign that ticket now. Now, well, who, who is this person she trusts so much to hand over her ticket after he told her you just won? That's a friend of the family. Okay. So, by the way, this is the largest win on a single ticket in U.S. history. Mm-mm-mm. Now, they did say that it was a mistake for her to come forward so quickly. According to some experts, they're saying what a lot of people do is they set up a trust and then they have a trustee accept the winnings to protect their anonymity. Because when you come forward like that, all these people are coming at you for investments. You're never going to see that lady again. It gets a little dangerous. You're never going to see her again. It's not yeah, going to matter. She, she, listen, I told y'all yesterday that it probably was an old white woman who won the lottery because that's who wins it majority of the time. She's a nondescript old white woman. You wouldn't recognize that woman or her name tomorrow if you heard it. What's her name? Mavis? Yeah, Mavis. See, and the only reason I know that because that's an old name. So it's like it's an old white woman with an old name, but other, you ain't gonna remember her tomorrow. Now she did choose a lump sum instead of the 30 payments over 29 years, and so they're saying next thing she needs to do is set up a team of professionals, a financial advisor, an accountant, all of that, even estate planning, a will, other documents, so that if something should happen, her wealth is protected. I told you guys this yesterday, they said about 70% of our lottery winners end up going broke. She's not going broke. Within five years. She got what, 400 million lump sum? She's gonna yeah. end up with 336 million She's after not going she pays broke. She can spend a million dollars a year until she dies. Her kids die. Her kids' kids die. She'll be all right. Hopefully. She'll be fine. Yes. All right. And just be careful if you're traveling this weekend, by the way, because there are some life-threatening rainfall. There's life-threatening rainfall that's expected in Texas, as many as 35 inches of rain. Hurricane Steve Harvey, right? It's not Steve Harvey. It's just Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Harvey. Has uh, the internet started making silly memes yet? Were they putting, like, the Michael Jordan face on the state of Texas? Because we know they don't take nothing serious online. I haven't seen that yet. Not yet. Okay. Give me a minute. Oh, and one more story I wanted to tell you guys. The state of Florida did something they haven't done since they reinstated the death penalty back in 1976. For the first time ever, they have executed a white man for killing a black man. 
Mark Assay was executed by lethal injection for two racially motivated premeditated murders. One of them was when he killed Robert Lee Booker, who after he shot, he shouted racial slurs at him and that's why he killed him. And then he killed him. And the other victim was white and Hispanic and presented himself as a woman at the time of his death. He had hired him for oral sex and then shot him six times after discovering his gender. So for the first time ever, Florida has executed a white man for killing a black victim. By contrast, at least 18 black men have been executed for killing white victims in the last four decades. That was very under the radar. I didn't hear about that. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, let's talk shippers. Yes. All Tasha right. Smith was uh, on the show yesterday. Oh, right? I thought what, it was Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. Oh, no, not yet. What's the name of that movie? When Love Kills, right? Yes. When okay. Love Kills. And we were talking to Tasha Smith and she was saying, well, let's play the audio. Just listening to you guys talk about the strippers and everything, like there are some women that could probably handle that lifestyle and not get caught up. Like you look at Amber Rose, you look at Black China, they did pretty well for themselves, right? Hey, I used to be a stripper, okay? So I understand. I was just surviving, but I got out of the club. I know my path could have been different. So we're opening up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. We're doing stripper survival stories this morning. Yes. Have you survived? Did you make it up out of the script club? Because a lot of girls, they script because it's a means to an end. A lot of them script to pay their way through school and whatnot. I, I, I want to hear these stories. I like, you know, we got to talk about Cardi B, who was a stripper, who has made it out. We got to talk about Eve, who was a stripper who made it out. And we all personally know women who used to be strippers and are now have moved yes. on to do other things. I know some I real don't, life. I don't really know any. I do. You I don't? know some. I know mm-hmm. some real life diamond from Player Club. Remember how Diamond? You know was my a girl Gigi Maguire. Oh, Gigi was a Gigi. stripper. Yeah. yeah. Remember Diamond was a stripper in Players Club, and then she went on to be a news anchor. I know a, a that, couple of young ladies. That was a movie. Who, who did just that? No, you hear what I'm saying? Oh. I know a couple young ladies who did <laughs> just that. In okay. real life. All right, well, 800-585-1051. We're doing stripper survival stories this morning. Are you a stripper or were you a stripper? And or do you know somebody close to you? Maybe your wife, you your girlfriend? You made it out. You're successful your now. Friend. You're doing well now. The stripper thing is behind you. 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. Uh, and I guess we'll take men calls, too. Cause, cause we, are we doing men? Ain't no black Chippendale survived. They How you know? Dead. How you know? <laughs> ain't no black Chippendale survived. None of them. It's the breakfast loop. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. You come around, yeah. You ease my mind. You make everything feel fine. Worry about those calls. I'm way too numb, yeah. It's way too dumb, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. I need the high. Throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. When you're not around, when you throw that to the side, yeah. Every time, yeah, 713 Through the 281, yeah, I'm riding Why they on me? Why they on me? I'm flying Sipping low-key I'm sipping low-key at Onyx Find a rider When I'm pulling up right beside you Pop star Lil Mariah When I text kick game wireless Throw a stack on the Bible Never Snapchat, I took my own She fall through plenty Her and all her guineas Yeah we at the top floor, right there off Duini, yeah. Oh, no, I can't fuck with y'all, yeah. When I'm with my squad, I cannot do no wrong, yeah. Saucemen in the city, don't get misinformed, yeah. They gon' pull up on you, yeah. We gon' do some things, some things you can't relate, yeah. Cause we from 
place, a place you cannot stay Or you can't go Or I don't know Or back the f*** up all me I get those goosebumps every time, yeah You come around, yeah You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine Worry about those calls I'm way too numb, yeah It's way too dumb, yeah I get those goosebumps every time I need the heim Throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah When you not around When you throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time uh, I wanna press my line, yeah I wanna press my... I wanna green like I wanna be like I wanna press my line, yeah. I wanna take that right, yeah. I'm gonna press my line. I wanna green like I wanna be like I wanna press my mama dear, spare your feelings. I'm reliving moments, feeling more residual. I can buy the building, burn the building, take your boot. Rebuild the building just to fuck some more. I can justify my love for you and touch the sky, forgot to stop the bidding wall. He the piper, pick the peppers, I can pick your brain and put your heart together. We depart the shady parts and party hard, the diamond shows the cool forever. My best shot just might shoot forever like... I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. You come around, yeah. You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine. Worry about those calls. I'm way too numb, yeah. It's way too dumb, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. I need the heim, throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. When you not around, when you throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. How fitting, right? We're going to play 50 Cent Pimp. And we're talking about strippers. All right. Well, I mean, strippers don't necessarily have pimps, Envy. Okay. I mean, hoes have pimps, prostitutes, people who sell poom poom, not show it. Okay. All right. Well, you know better than I do. All right. And we're asking about strippers and survival. We want to hear your best stripper survival stories. Are you an ex-stripper, but you made it out? You're successful now? We want to hear from you. Tell them where this comes from. This comes from Tasha Smith. She was on the show yesterday. They got the movie coming on TV one this weekend when love kills. It comes out Monday. Monday. Well, let's, okay. let's, let's play a clip of the conversation. Just listening to you guys talk about the strippers and everything, like there are some women that could probably handle that lifestyle and not get caught up. Like you look at Amber Rose, you look at Black China, they did pretty well for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, I used to be a stripper, okay? So I understand. I was just surviving, but I got out of the club. I know my path could have been different. All right, so we're talking stripper survival stories like Cardi B, who was an ex-stripper. Eve, ex-stripper. Not even just in the entertainment, but you're right. Uh, they Black all survived. Black China, Amber Rose. Well, we don't know if Black China survived. Yeah, we don't know if she survived. Yeah, we don't know. She, she, she could go the, back. We don't know the, yet. Yeah, the jury's still out on whether or not Black China She's 50-50. But, I mean, I, I, know, I know women in real life who used to be strippers and then they got into media and now they're news anchors and you would never know when they was in college they were stripping. Well, let's like, go. It was shocking to me when I found out. But well, I, I, I love those kind of stories. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Janie. Hey, Jamie. Now, you were a stripper? Yes, I was. What was your stripper name? Seven. Seven. That's God's number. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, tell us tell us what do you do now and how you got out the club. Um, I'm actually a preschool teacher. 
now. Um, but I went. I started when I was. Yeah, I started when I was right out of high school. The day after I graduated, I went and got me some stripper shoes and some clothes, and I knew I wanted to make some money and get out. I did it for a little over a year, and I got out. Uh, took me a while, but now I have my associates in criminal justice, and I'm going back for my bachelor's in the same thing. There but a concentration go, in human resource management. How, that's how right. Much she could handle it. It's possible. How much money did you make in that year, you think? I wish I could, could have had all the money. I don't I don't know. I know I made well over, you know, 20000 Not enough, but, you know, enough to keep going. But you spend it as fast as it come in, you know. I'm so, not mad at you. A lot you of people plan. do it. We just got the stigma on us. And, you know, it's not always true. It's able. You, it's possible. How old there are you, you mama? Go, Too old. 29. I'll be 30, so... Oh, okay. Oh, so this is recent, all right. <laughs> you had a plan and you stuck to it and you're doing good in life now. Salute to you, boo. Thank you, mama. And let's not forget, Thank that, you. Let's Thank not you. forget that Channing Tatum used to be a stripper. Oh, okay. He was a stripper for real in real yeah, life. Yeah, he was a stripper in real life. There's like videos of him all over the internet Where from when he, he was a stripper. The guy from Million Dollar Listing, Frederick, he used to be a stripper. Yeah, you guys don't watch that. But Frederick, the guy from Million Dollar Listing, used to be a stripper too. Or right, you Google that? Is there a YouTube video that you want us to see? Huh? <laughs> Lady, no, huh? Lady Gaga used to be a stripper. But he, he was a he was a gay stripper, so he he's gay and he used to dance at the the men bars. All right, go to the phones. I don't want all these entertainers are cool, but I like hearing about these people that turned into teachers and stuff. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Kimberly Brown. Hey, Kimberly Brown. Now you w- used to be a stripper? Yes, yes, definitely. Well, I used to be all in South Carolina. Hey, Charlamagne. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know him from the club. What, what was your stripper name? <laughs> uh, stripper name. Uh, I don't want to say because it it's kind of to my nickname. <laughs> oh, well, you, you used to strip in Charleston or Columbia? Uh, Columbia, Charleston. Okay. Right Tell there me. in the, um, what was the little boondocks from South Carolina State? Uh, I can't think of it. Brian used to own the club down there. I don't remember. All okay. right, what do you do now? Right now what I do, I have my own hairline product. Okay. Okay. Not mad at that. And it's pretty good. I've been doing it now for about about three years. But I just want to say, you know, hey, Charlemagne, he always represents South Carolina. And I heard one morning the guy was like, he couldn't hear the radio station. It wasn't on. I heard that. No, I was listening to you guys. We was on in Columbia. Oh, okay. yeah. We are on Hot 139 <laughs> in Columbia, South Carolina. So, but that's kind of smart because you can actually take the hair to the strip clubs because you know there all the strippers go. and sell the hair. Exactly. Go. And I had a girlfriend that was making costumes. So she just took her all on coding line back. Then, you know, make costumes for the girls and, you know, was able to get money that way as well. Thank you, there Mama. There you go, boo. I All love right. that. I love 800-585-1051. 1051 we are talking stripper survivor stories. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're taking your calls right now, 800-585-1051. We're talking stripper survival stories. Now, this came from a guest that was here yesterday, Tasha Smith. Yes. And she used to be a stripper, but she made it out, and now she's successful. She's directing. She's producing. And but she said a lot of people can't handle it. Right. You have to mentally be able to handle that life. So you know what though? I, mm-hmm. I think I think not, I, I love what she said when she said you have to be mentally able to handle that life. But I think what we're seeing is you have to have a plan. Like it's just certain things you can't do forever. Like remember, you used to have those T-shirts that say you can't sell dope forever. It's the same thing with scripting. Because guess what? You're going to get old. Yeah, I think think that's why she said mentally strong, because you have to be able to walk away from it, even though you could be making good money. You You do have to be able to say this is just temporary. Right. So take your calls, 800-585-1051. Are you an ex-stripper? Hello, who's this? This is Lyric. Hey, Lyric. Was your stripper name Lyric, too? That was my stripper name. My goodness. Not my real name. (laughs) And you spelled it with a Q, didn't you? Nope. How you spell it? 
L-Y-R-I-C. It's actually tatted oh, on my man. back. Okay, now. I don't, I don't want no scripted that spells words correctly. Oh, stop it. Now, what do you do now, Mama? I'm a registered nurse now. Oh, you're a registered nurse. Was it hard to walk yeah. away for you? What'd you say? Was it hard for you to walk away from that money? At first, yes. Um, I had that I was going back making that money. Because when I stopped, it was no job that was paying me like that. Right. What, ma- what made you stop? Like, did you always you always had the plan that you wanted to go be a nurse? No, I had no plan. But uh, <laughs> I started dancing. The money was really good. But this was back in, like, 2004. And this was, like, right when the market fell out. And the money got funny. So uh, I got okay. ghosts. Oh, I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know the market falling affected uh, script clubs. It did. It, it affected okay. everything. Yeah, when people don't have money to spend. Goodness yeah, goodness. and I, you know, I danced during the day when the working men came. So. Oh, so you wasn't dancing for the street Negroes that had to do it. Well, when I had to start, you know, and at nighttime dancing was a little bit more intense. You know, you had to do a lot more. Wow. See, that's, that, nobody thinks about that contrast. You said you used to work in the day for the working people. Not that nigga, yeah. street negro. So in the market, bankers, club, corporate guys. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Politicians, and then at night it was dope boys. Man. Well, right. I'm glad you're a registered nurse. You'd be a great registered nurse to get sponge baths from, I'm sure, because you're used to entertaining guys individually, one on one. Hello, who's this? Yo, honking me again? Yo, get... huh? Hello. Hey, what's your name? You ain't gonna do nothing to the person honking at you, mother. Megan. Hey, Megan, no cursing. <laughs> now, Megan, what, what was your what was your stripper name, Megan? Princess. Princess. Are you Caucasian? Yes, I am. I was Snowflake, a.k.a. Snow Bunny. Okay, now where did you strip? Baby, those weren't a.k.a.s. Those were racist. Oh, my God, ones. everywhere. <laughs> From Cheetah Houndale up to freaking Mons in Tampa. Okay, now what do you do now? I'm a bartender. You ain't really survived, Mike. You still, you still. Fall off. Got st- twelve kids. Okay. They own something. They All don't right. take care of their business. They got baby daddy drama. <laughs> I made gotcha. out okay. squeaky clean. I'm good. Well, shout out to you right. for having a, a job that you feel like okay. So you went from I made it out. Yeah, I'm, not say, yeah, I'm not gonna say you made it out. You just kind of got a promotion in the same place. <laughs> oh, stop it. Basically, you know I mean, call it what you want. I'm doing what I do. Yeah, so with my clothes on. Yeah, I, I just don't want this to be your end goal, baby. All right? You know what I'm saying? It's, you're nah, still, it's, it's still I levels. I definitely don't need that. Oh, but, you know, my life did come to a big stop when I had to raise my son, you know? So, true, true. I, so she, I she, gave up a lot of things to, you know, maintain and take care of him and provide for him. All right. Well, good for you for taking care of your business. So for, so for strip of the bartender, then she'll be a manager and possibly an owner, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Why so are y'all funny? laughing at this Why woman? you make it sound like she the, the Calvin from McDonald's of, of scripts? <laughs> We're from fries to burgers. You were from manager. fries to burgers. You know, it's interesting because we talked about before Malaya, who is in um, Houston, right. and how Drake wanted her to like retire from stripping, but she said she enjoys what she does. Right. Hello, who's well, this? Malaya has a goal now. You can be a bartender. Hey, yo, what's up? This is Black Migo Gang, Jay from ATL. Good morning. Good morning. Don't tell, don't tell me you used to script, bro. Nah, nah, nah. I'm calling in uh, for someone that y'all real familiar about. Well, my, my homegirl, I want to say my condolences out there and her family, Gigi McGuire. Um, that's one of the girls, man, that I know that used to dance. Um, you know, she was a hustler in the strip club, not only a dancer. And, um, you know, I saw, you know, stop cold turkey, you know, move to New York, get her life together. Um, and now she's just doing great, man. I'm happy for her. You know, a lot of times we see these girls on Instagram, they dance. They got online boutiques. When I walk in the club, I still see him on the pole. But, um, you know, Gigi, 
when Cody left, went cold turkey, man, and you know she's doing something with herself now, and I'm proud of her to death, man. Yes, yeah, so I shouted out Gigi earlier. Gigi, she actually it. is my co-host on Lip Service. That's right. Her mother just passed away mm-hmm. um, two days ago, so that's why he sent out his condolences. So, again, our condolences to Gigi's family. Absolutely. Now, Gigi was a, a dancer, stripper. She was actually the face of Magic City. She was the face of Magic City. She was mentioned in a bunch of rap songs, too. She's been Gigi. In, yeah, she was in I Love Them Strippers. They actually used the silhouette of her body for 2 Chainz tour mm. before. Gigi Maguire is absolutely a survivor. That's right. And she, uh, by the way, is like a, a trained in, in classical dance. So right. she really can dance like and do all kinds of things. So she actually still teaches pole dancing classes on the side as well. Okay. All right. Well, uh, do we have a, a moral to the story, Yes. Yes. The moral of the story is all successes really is, is having a predetermined plan and carrying it out successfully over a long period of time. So, like, anybody that's in these circumstances, whether it's selling dope, whether it's scripting, you just have to have a long-term plan because you know you can't do either one of those things forever. All right. Now we got rumors on the way, E? Yes, we are going to be talking about Usher. What is his response to these herpes lawsuits? We'll tell you why he wants one of them tossed out. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kendrick Lamar. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kendrick Lamar spoke to MTV News. He's getting ready for the VMAs. He's performing and he's nominated for eight awards. And that goes down on Sunday. And here's what he had to say about his album, Damn, being played in reverse order. I think like after a week of the album come, came out, you know, they realized you can listen to the album backwards and, and it plays as a full story and even a better rhythm. You know, it's one of my favorites, rhythms and, and tempos within the album. I mean, it's something that we definitely premeditate while we be in the studio. See, there were a lot of theories about playing that album from the back to the front instead mm-hmm. of front to back, and so he has now confirmed that. Yeah, I actually did that because I saw people online talking about that maybe like a week or two after the album came out. And I mm-hmm. always wonder, who's the high person? that sat around and said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to listen to this album backwards. I don't know. All right? I, I, wonder, I always wonder how energy. people find things like that. Because, you know, when artists put together their whole track listing and the sequence of what their songs are going to be, that's a big deal as far as telling the story and how you want your album to flow. Right. It does make sense, though, because the last track on the album is Duckworth. So when you listen to it, it's basically, you know, what what if I never existed? Or, you know, if these, if these things would have happened, then I wouldn't have existed, but he's here. And then it goes into the rest of the album. Well, here's what else Kendrick had to say. I don't think the story necessarily changes. I think the, the feel changes. The initial vibe, listen from the top all the way to the bottom, is just to come in and this aggression and this, this attitude, you know, DNA and exposing who I really am. You know, when you listen from the, from the back end, it's, it's, it's almost uh, the duality and, and the contrast of the intricate mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, both of these pieces are who I am. Damn, it's still in my top three albums of the year, though. All so right, far. so now I got to listen to it. Uh, I actually, I saw that before when people when it first came out. So now I got to really do it because I always thought it was just a theory that mm-hmm. people made up. All right, now Kobe Bryant is challenging people. He wants Kendrick Lamar and TDE to also step it up with the Mamba Mentality Challenge. He went on Instagram and he said, I challenge your record label to revolutionize the music program at Centennial High School. So he wants to enhance a Compton School's music program. He also challenged a lot of other athletes and artists as well. So What did that mean? Put your money up for the school? What's that mean? I mean, it could be that. What's the or, challenge? Or it could be, you know, maybe stop by the school and do an appearance. Who knows? 
Oh, got you, got you. But mm-hmm. apparently this is his own initiative that he has. I'm not mad at it, you know. Yeah, when you're sitting around retired, you need things to do. But, you know, he still has to remember that people are still very active in their in their other lives. Right. So, so when they get time, they'll stop by. Colby. All right, he, he is also telling other athletes to step up. In other ways, he told Isaiah Thomas, I challenge you to make the all-NBA first team next season. Mamba mentality is the hashtag. Kobe's bored. Yeah, he's not. He is. <laughs> Kobe's he is. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of retired talk. Like, he's making a lot of, uh, he's telling people to do things based off where he's at in his life, which is cool. He's you talking about I mean? the mentality, the, the Mamba mentality, I guess, is basically, like, do something uh, incredible. He needs to do, like, the dad body challenge, like, get all the dads and, 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 and work out or something. He needs something to do, though. Is Kobe too big for the big three? Um... I mean, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson's in it, but he don't really I, play. I no, say, he could be a coach, just like Allen Iverson. Nah, Kobe could play. Is Kobe he the, oh, he's the captain of the team, right? Isn't Allen the captain? Allen is captain player. He don't ever play though. He did play. He played the, the first two games, three games, and then. But you know what? Kobe tired, just man, retired. Let him have a minute. You know, people get like they, they, Like if you watch the big three, like they play hard. They hit elbows. Like I, you know, I'm with Iverson. Look, I play for fun, but you guys play too hard. It's like playing with Clue. Like I don't want to play with you. You play too rough. Did you just? Did you just? Compare Clue to Allen Iverson? No, I play. I compare Clue to a a, <laughs> a a person out there that's butching people and hurting people on the on the court. Never, Who's yeah, better, never, you or Clue though? Me. I've never played basketball with Clue, but I don't like playing basketball with anybody who's not a professional who comes in full basketball gear, knee pads, mouthpieces, elbow pads. That's my guy, Clue. Yeah, Clue's very serious on that basketball very serious court. About it. So if you ever have a chance to check him out or play against him. <laughs> He takes that professional thing way too serious. All right, Jay-Z is going to be performing on Saturday Night Live on the season premiere. He's going to serve as the musical guest. You know how how long Saturday Night Live has been around? 77 years. 43 seasons. This is the (laughs) season 43 premiere. And it's also hosted by Ryan Gosling. So that is going to air on September 30th. And Netflix has announced a deaf comedy jam special that they're going to be doing. They announced that they would be airing a deaf comedy jam 25th anniversary special. That's going to happen this fall. Uh, There's going to be some heavy hitters on there like Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, Bill Bellamy, Cedric the Entertainer, Mike Epps. And all of that. Oh, so. and Narcos is back this week. Narcos, September 1st on Netflix. Narcos. First of all, can we give the Def Jam thing some room to Sorry. breathe? Drop one of Clues Bombs for Def Comedy Jam. Celebrating 25 years. Jesus Christ, a lot of great black comedians have gotten put on because of Def Comedy Jam. And you just jump out there with the white man's Narcos. White man, it's not white. It's, uh, I think, what, Spanish, Spanish Latino, yeah. Cuban... Spanish would be Spanish. White people behind it. (laughs) He said white people behind it. All right. (laughs) All right. Now, Usher wants to get one of these herpes lawsuits thrown out because he says the woman suing him has no proof that he actually gave her anything. It's a $20 million lawsuit. The woman says that he gave her genital herpes back in April. Now, he said a previous sexual partner very well may have already infected her. He also says that he knows nothing about whether she had been tested prior to their alleged sexual encounter. She could have gotten that STD afterward. She could have had it before. He also said that she assumed the risk of getting herpes by having casual, unprotected sexual intercourse Mm -mm -mm. and or oral sex. Does Usher have herpes or not? No, he's not denying that. What is going on here? He's not not denying that. He's not saying he has it, but he's not saying he doesn't have it. I'm telling you right now, Usher, I see you and Jermaine Dupri in the studio. I don't want to hear about you having herpes on No Confessions 3. That now, ain't going to be safe. is this a good defense if you give someone herpes and you say, well, you know what? You assume that risk 
because you had casual, unprotected sexual intercourse and you know oral a, sex, you should protect yourself. You know what a good defense is when somebody says I gave them herpes? I don't have I it. don't have herpes. That's but a great if defense. You do, is Me? That a, if you give someone an STD, can you say, well, it's your fault for not protecting yourself? No, you yourself? can't say that. No, that's not fair. That's that not right, especially blaming? if you know. If you know you have herpes and you have sex with me and I get it, now you in trouble. Absolutely. You got to disclose that. That's just Let wrong. Let me Come know. On, Come on, man. You can't do that. You can't. Right. You cannot do that. I can. I cannot have an STD and not inform you. Like that's like that's criminal. That is criminal. I'm with you. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Can't just give me herpes and be out. We want to know if I got herpes or not. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. want to know. And I need to. I'm telling you right You're now. You're still going. I just closed out the rumor but report. I'm just saying, confessions three. That ain't the type of confession I want to hear over no beat, bro. That'll be. There ain't nothing. There's no beat that's fire enough for you to just tell the world you got herpes, Usher. You and Jermaine Dupree got to think this one through. Okay. That would be kind of fire. No, it wouldn't. It's not at all. Let all it, right, guys. All right. All right. Well, thank there you for a the... lot of passion in this rumor report this morning. <laughs> Charlamagne! Yes. Who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, we need Stacey Dash to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her, please. A lot of passion with this one, too. Charlamagne, say the gang, donkey, other Charlamagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yes, the breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yeah, it's donkey of the day for Friday, August 25th. Goes to Stacey Dash. Now, I really feel like black Twitter is slipping. What's up with y'all, man? Was y'all busy yesterday? Or maybe I just wasn't paying attention because I have seen black Twitter destroy people for less than what Stacey Dash did yesterday. Maybe you missed it, or maybe we are finally getting to the point in our society where we just don't give certain people attention. But I do a segment called Donkey of the Day every day, and in this segment, I give people the credit they deserve for being stupid. And when a person invites us to throw a petty party in their mentions, on their behalf, who are we to not accept the invitation? Now, into Stacey Dash. We all saw the phenomenal program, Black Girls Rock, that BET presented to us earlier this week. Drop on the clues bombs for BET's Black Girls Rock, damn it. We saw the great acceptance speech that Queen Maxine Waters gave at the show when she was presented with the Social Humanitarian Award. Now, I made my nine-year-old daughter sit down with me and listen to this speech because Queen Maxine Waters is simply a great representation of what a black woman should be. When, when a woman has that kind of experience that can only come with living, that, that Queen Maxine Waters has, you have to just shut up and listen. I don't understand how any woman, especially a black woman, could hear what Queen Maxine Waters had to say at Black Girls Rock and disagree with it on any level. Let's hear a portion of what Queen Maxine Waters had to say. If it was not for the love and respect shown to me by black women, those right-wing, ultra-conservative, alt-right haters in this country... They would have me believe I'm too black, I'm too confrontational, I'm too tough, and I'm too disrespectful of them. But now I know I'm simply a strong black woman. I am you and you are me. We have power, we have influence. We can do things that others have told us we can't do. I don't care how big you are, I don't care how high you think you are. If you come for me, I'm coming for you. Damn it. Drop on the clues bombs for Queen Maxine. How is that not inspiring? How 
is that not empowering? How does that not feed your soul and energize your spirit and make you want to go out and conquer the world, especially if you're a black woman? Well, all black women are not created equal because Stacey Dash tweeted out a link to Maxine Waters' speech with the caption, this is how you spin a corrupt media buffoon sucking her late in life 15 minutes. Disrespectful. I'm trying to understand. Inaccurate. I'm just trying to understand. I I agree with all those things. I'm trying to understand what it is Stacey Dash has done in her life that compares to anything Maxine Waters has done in hers. Stacey Dash career highlights include an appearance in Kanye West's All Falls Down video, first season of Single Ladies, and a job on Fox News. She got fired from both. Okay, and, and you know that. Don't forget Clueless, though. Clueless, I can't forget about Clueless. You know what I'm saying? But all that's Hollywood. Okay, none of that, none of that has had a real impact on people's lives. Queen Maxine Waters has dedicated her life to service to others, but I don't want to compare resumes. I'm just trying to figure out how could any black woman have a problem with what Maxine Waters said? Stacey Dash, did you not get love and respect from black women? Do you not look at yourself as a strong black woman? Do you not have? power and influence. Maybe you feel like you don't. Maxine said, you are me and I am you. Stacey, unless you're transracial and don't identify as a black woman, I don't see how you could take offense to any of this. Maybe it was the shot Maxine took it to ultra conservatives, the right wing, the alt-right haters, but none of those titles, those positions you took in life should trump no pun intended, your black womanness. Okay? And Queen Maxine is not chasing 15 minutes of fame. She is being rewarded and celebrated for years of service to her people. She is getting her flowers while she is still alive to smell them. That's the respect we should be giving our elders. That's the homage we should be paying to those who have fought for us all these years. Maybe Stacey Dash is just jealous because you know you will never get celebrated by your own people in that manner. You will never be a black girl who rocks. The closest you will get to being a black girl who rocks is if you start smoking it. Then you would be a black girl who does rock. But that's not the point. The point is, I often feel as if Stacey Dash puts being a conservative Republican over being a black woman. And I honestly feel like it's too late to tell you this, Stacey Dash. But no matter where life takes you, no matter what political party you end up being a part of, don't forget who you are and where you came from. Please give Stacey Dash the biggest hee-haw, please. And I cannot believe y'all are not having a petty party in Stacey Dash's comments. I have felt like it was a big story yesterday. Well, you can make him do it. Tell him what you I, want him to do. I'm just saying, have y'all forgotten her Twitter handle at Real Stacey Dash? All I'm saying is she called Queen Maxine a buffoon and called her a corrupt and said she's just sucking her late in life 15 minutes. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's what time of morning is it? What time is it right now? Over there on the East Coast. It is 8.09. Okay, it's 8.09 a.m. I mean, you, you're up. You haven't had your oatmeal yet. Have you drank your green juice? Just slide on over to Real Stacey Dash's mentions and say something petty to her. Maybe go she's getting ready for party. another clueless installment. Maybe. Go, go have a little petty party in mm-hmm. Stacey Dash's mentions this morning. I think the clown emoji is very fitting. Just go to at Real Stacey Dash's Twitter there you go. and just put the clown emoji in her mentions all day long. That's the That's petty all. Charlemagne, I know. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, let's have some fun with this. It's Friday, 800-585-1051. Have you ever... No, 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 no. You know what, man? All have right. you ever? Man, you you uh, know what you didn't do. All right. You ready? Yes. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's Freaky, 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 Freaky Friday! Now, have you ever dated someone you are ashamed to take in public? All right. 
800-585-1051. I remember Charlemagne telling us no, a story. No, ain't no Charlemagne. Uh-oh. Nothing Charlemagne ain't never tell you. No story. Okay. All right. We've been doing the Breakfast Club seven years. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, I used to be a savage out here in mm-hmm. these streets. You know, but I am a faithful married man now. Now, what story did, now, she, is this story what story did black the old privilege. Charlemagne tell you? I don't know. Well, this, uh, this is the old face, mask off. Yeah, this is mask off face. This is old face Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> this is, Charlemagne one time was with a lovely lady, and the lovely huh? lady would not even Excuse let, me say what? But, <laughs> Excuse me, say what? She what wouldn't happened? allow Charlemagne to come upstairs. <laughs> Everything they did had to be in the car it had outside. To be in the car. Charlemagne can't even go upstairs and use a bathroom. It was by that way, bad. By the way, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. I would not confirm nor deny <laughs> if this story is true. She but was let's ashamed. Just say, let's just say if the story was true, it's not like we were dating anyway. Right. We were smashing. But she hey, got, hey. And I smashed it in the truck listen, listen, and listen. kept it moving. We feel what sympathy you for about? you, Charlemagne. We don't nah, have to saying, explain. I, I, you don't have to like, explain. She did not. She did not want to bring you upstairs people, for anybody people. to see you. I don't care, but we, I smashed in the car though. She uh, even, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> right. All right. I cannot confirm nor deny if okay. these things actually happened. Right. But boom. She was like, no, was. you can't come and see. Said, can I use the bathroom? She said, no. no. I ain't have to use no damn bathroom. <laughs> right I have to go, right go the and I ain't have to use the bathroom. All right, but I'm sure we've all dated somebody or been with somebody <laughs> that we were ashamed of. We didn't want people to know, so therefore we didn't bring them around our friends, family, or anything. So let's take it away from Charlemagne. 800-585-1051. Have you ever dated someone that you were ashamed to take in public or ashamed to take upstairs in your apartment? 800-585-1051. Call us up right now, have you ever dated someone you were ashamed to take in public? All right, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This morning, everybody, is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, have you ever dated someone you were ashamed to take in public? Now, Yee. Yes. Have you ever dated somebody that you just didn't want to take out? Um, hmm. I mean, I haven't always made the best choices, but I don't know that I've ever been ashamed until afterward. Mm. I don't know if I've ever been ashamed in advance. So love blinded you? I wouldn't say love, but, you know, retrospect is crazy. But I'm trying to think, has anybody I've ever been ashamed of? Here's the thing, though. if you're That's ashamed, a strong word. Yeah, if you're ashamed of a person, then you're not really dating them. You're just having sex with them, I'm sure. So you let them come over, y'all creep, 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 and then you send them on their way. Like, if you are if if you actually like somebody enough to date them, you're not ashamed of them. Right. Well, what about you, Charlemagne? No. I've, been, I've never. I've, not I mean, mean, I mean the opposite way. I mean, has somebody <laughs> not wanted to take you in public? No. I've never. Listen, I've been with the same woman for 19 years. And even when I was Mask doing off. dirt, even when I was doing dirt, sleeping with other chicks, uh, I was creeping. Oh, so You, you know, didn't want to be in public regardless? Hell no. Okay. I ain't, I ain't, Have you I ever denied f- sleeping with somebody that you did because you know you get made fun of? No, I've owned every single body I've ever gotten. Because one of your friends one. always denies uh, certain girls that he has slept with. Yeah, because, you know, he, they, sleep, he yeah. sleeps with a lot of fat force. He, he does. A lot. I, well, I call them fat force, you know, because they're, they're, they're overweight. And then, you know, you, got, you do have, you know, fat nines and fat tens, you know, fat girls that got real pretty faces. But he dates a lot of fat threes and fours. All right, Lee Wax alone. Yeah. Hello, who's this? What's good, Envy? This is your boy, Wood. Wood, now, you ever dated someone you were ashamed of taking public? Hell yeah. Cool. <laughs> hey, listen. How, how big? How big was she? How big was hey, she? Hey, Sullivan, you shout out. Listen, she was big. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with big girls. 
I don't have a problem with big girls, but when you big and ugly, oh, sorry. You cannot be in my So what, what is it that you liked about her that you was, uh, you know, messing with listen, her? Listen, listen, I didn't like nothing about her. It was my homeboy, because I met on the online dating service. So my homeboy, like, man, she's great, because she came on the bus all the way to my crib. You feel me? She rode a bus so, to your house? Yeah, Bro, man. what does she yeah. smell like when she got there? Because a big woman on the bus, how long was the ride? <laughs> All right, so yeah. let him tell his story. So what happened? Yeah, she was coming from the city, and I live up north. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, because I'm from Miami, you feel me? So, um, anyway, so she came to the crib. I'm like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to mess with this. My homeboy like, man, just chill, man, just vibe. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> so you vibe? So, so, yeah, dog. It's, so, a, it's so a chunky I, vibe. Yeah, it's a chunky vibe. So you, you smashed. No, I didn't. Don't lie. Um, don't lie. What happened? No, I didn't. Didn't. Listen, listen. I'm a married man right now. You know what I'm saying? My wife is going to be hearing this. I did not smash. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I did not smash. We went on it. We tried to go on a date, right? We were going to the movies. But then when I started thinking about it, like, yo, I can't be seen in public with this girl. I'm not going to Aventura Mall with this girl. So you know I what love I did? That mom. <laughs> so I hit her with the okie doke. My stomach hurt. I don't think we could go on a date. <laughs> 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 Thank That's you, bro. She rode the bus. Hello? Yes, sir. Yo. Andy, what's going on? What's up, man? Have you ever dated someone you were ashamed to take in public? Man, absolutely. And 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 Listen, honestly, first of all, how big was she? She was she was pretty big, but she was cute then. She wasn't. She was cute big. Enough of the fat shaming today. You see the common theme here? You see the common theme? We could go to the supermarket together, but but anywhere past the supermarket is over because she got the type of attitude where she always on ten, and there's no such thing as time and place for everything. Right. In her eyes, you know what I'm saying? So the embarrassment was the way that she behaved. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Thank you, man. Yeah. No. No problem. You don't want somebody being rude, loud, and embarrassing. All right. 800-585-1051. Have you ever dated someone you were ashamed to take in public? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. Now, we're asking, have you ever dated someone that you were ashamed to take in public? Hello, who's this? This is Shauna. Hey, Shauna. Have you ever dated someone you were ashamed to take in public? Yes. Who? It was this other guy that I was dating. Um, he was an alcoholic, so it's like if we went anywhere, it was probably mainly be shopping somewhere, like on a out in the outskirts somewhere at an outlet mall. Or, you said uh, other a other guy you was dating, meaning you was dating somebody else no, at the I same said, time. She's an outlet I was mall. dating him. Like we would go to an outlet mall. We would go somewhere where I know I wouldn't run into any of my friends. Damn. Okay. Is it was Why? he that ugly? It wasn't that he was ugly. Um, I he mean, he was an older guy, and he was a drunk. Mm. Oh, so, oh, so you were dating yeah, older. So why were you attracted to him for? Yeah, money. <laughs> so basically, you was dating an old drunk bastard, basically, is what you're telling us. I mean, basically, kind of, yeah. I mean, it started off like that, but I eventually did start caring for him and having feelings for him and everything. But oh, God. The alcohol is what got into the way of our relationship because, um, like, my mother had passed away, and um, it kind of like that was the bond that really molded how much, for us. How much? Did, how much money did you get out of him? Bro? Oh boy. 
Uh, Come on now. Come on now. You got a car, rent paid, everything. What you got? House. What you got? All that. Like, for two years. Even till now, if I need anything, I can get it. I, I'm wow. not going to lie. I can tell. Let's just say I, this. I, 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 me and my children are his beneficiaries. You and his children are what? Me and my children are his beneficiaries. Wow. wow. You're his beneficiary? Wow. Oh, my God. He must be I ugly. Can t- I could tell because when I asked you, you made it sound like a good job that you missed. You was like, mm, wow. Mm, no. When I used to work there, I was really bringing in the money. I can't believe you guys are his beneficiary. Thank you, Mama. Good luck. Congratulations, baby. Uh, congratulations. Uh, congratulations is in order for that, right? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Who's this? This is Ariel from Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Now, have you ever dated someone you were ashamed to take in public? Yes. Who? Oh, my God. I don't want to name her because she is just... Okay, so... No. Listen, this girl... <laughs> was so ugly. She wore makeup all the time, so when we dated, it was like, okay, you straight, boom. But she started getting comfortable. I'm like, all right. I wake up. She don't got no makeup on. What's going on here? She went from a nine to a negative zero fat. Oh, come on. Let me on. ask you a question, though. What that got to do with her mouth? Because it was clearly the, the mouth. The mouth was great. Okay. It was great. But now I can't take you on dates no more. I can only bring you to my house. Like, that's it. She ain't had no eyebrows. She ain't had no eyebrows at night? Listen, the eyebrows were. Oh, my God. I don't know what was going on with this girl. But why you but I had to let it go. So you continue to talk to her, though, after that? I mean, we don't talk at all. But you did what? for a little while. Why you just didn't yeah. let, her pl- let her play her position? She's a head doctor, clearly. Listen, you let her- she was, but then I ended up finding somebody who looked better and her face was better, too. So oh, so, oh, so you, f- you found somebody who looks good and their mouth game was on point. Right. All right, so, so you upgraded. No I'm not mad I'm not at that. Good. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. What's the moral of the story, I guys? I love our listeners. Lord I told you a lot of people don't date people. They were ashamed to take That's places. Crazy. The you guys thought the, I was playing. I mean, the moral of the story is if you're ashamed about something, you probably shouldn't do it. That's just the truth to the matter. So stop playing with people's hearts, people. Mm-mm-mm. Sometimes things are so ugly, they're cute, though. No. No? No. Okay. No. We got rumors on the way in. <laughs> We are going to talk about Jesse Williams. More problems with him and his estranged wife will tell you what she's saying now. And let's get ready for this Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather Jr. fight. I'll give you some more information. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk mystical. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, Mystical is asking the judge to please lower his bond amount. He has $2 million bond. That's what he's locked up with. And he's saying that he doesn't have that money. People around him don't have that money, so he's going to be stuck in jail. His lawyer is saying that he is innocent. We told you he's being accused of raping a woman. He is willing to get an electric mo- electronic monitor, go to rehab, whatever he has to do to get out of jail. He also said his work as a rapper means people recognize him. So even if he tried to flee, he couldn't get very far. So he could Mr. get the death penalty, by the way, if his case oh goes to God. trial and he's convicted. Sheesh. This is Misko went to jail for a, a, a sexual assault charge before, Already, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't see him making that same mistake again in his life unless, you know, I don't know. Well, we don't know what happens, so we'll see how this all plays out. So we'll see if the judge decides to lower that. Now, Jesse Williams and his wife, his estranged wife have been having a back and forth, him and Aaron. She's saying that he threatens her and he... uh, 
is not a good father. He's not involved enough as a parent. Well, he has responded saying that the reason why she gets to be at home with the kids is because he works. She has a privilege of staying. She has the privilege of being a stay-at-home mom with a full-time nanny, and he has to work every day. So that's why he's not there as much as he would like to be. And since they split up, he said that when he facetimes the kids, she won't answer the phone, and when she does answer, she leaves the TV on to distract the kids. And he says the only aggression the children have witnessed is when she yells at him. He said that she even one time repeatedly slammed the front door on his leg while yelling at him. So I hope this isn't one of those situations where you know he 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 wants his wife to stay at home and take care of the kids, but now is using it against her in a court of law. No, because a lot of guys do that. You want our wife to stay at home with the well, kids. Well, I guess he was responding to what she had to say about him not being around enough, saying that, well, I'm working. The reason you're around is because you're a stay-at-home mom. So you have that luxury. All right, now let's discuss the fight going down this weekend. Even Manny Pacquiao, when he talked to Yahoo Sports, said that he doesn't think that McGregor would be able to put up much of a fight. He said there's no way he will be able to land a meaningful punch on Floyd. How could he? He has no professional experience in boxing. McGregor (laughs) has no chance in this fight. He said, in fact, it could be very boring. Now, he also went on to say that he would not be purchasing this uh, fight. And he said that you'd be better off waiting for the Golovkin fight against Canelo Alvarez. I agree with him on every single point. And that's how I know people people who watch actually watch boxing will never fix their mouth to say Conor McGregor will beat Floyd Mayweather. It's not even going to be close. It's going to be embarrassing. Let's talk finances, okay? Because you know that fight is going to cost $99.95. Sheesh. Right. And so what they are saying is that that event stands to make, in the United States alone, about $500 million or more. Wow. For that. Okay, that fight is going to air from the 20,000 T-Mobile Arena. And what they are saying is that the fight is forecasted to generate $700 million worldwide. And some other aggressive estimates are saying that they could even make a billion dollars off of this fight. So that's more than either of their last fights have made, period. As a matter of fact, for Conor McGregor... The most uh, venue tickets for one of his fights has been is just under $18 million for a UFC fight with Conor McGregor. So yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll make all that money. It'll make all that money because, I mean, it's a, it's a fight for casual watchers of boxing. Like if you're just and a for casual... the UFC fans, too. I guess you yeah. combine that together, you know. And um, the Associ- Association of Ringside Physicians are a little bit concerned. I told you guys this a couple of weeks ago that the gloves are going to be 8-ounce gloves instead of the standard 10-ounce gloves, which is the normal rule for boxers. But he fought eight. Bo- I thought he weigh- fought with 8-pound gloves last fight. That's the normal rule for boxers that weigh more than 135 pounds. Now, 8-ounce gloves comes with less padding, so that works in the favor, they said, of Conor McGregor because it's, uh, you know, he's used to not fighting with those heavy gloves. Floyd Mayweather going to beat the hell out of that boy, man. He is. Seven rounds. They probably stopped the fight after seven rounds, man. They're going to have Conor McGregor looking bad out there. Now, when Mayweather wins, he will beat Rocky Marciano's 49-0 and career record. So I'm going to give him 49 huge. and a half. No. He still, he still, <laughs> he still beats him. Win. Nah, this he is still a half wins, a win. 49 and a half. All, All right. right. And for Prince... Oh, and by the way, if you guys want to watch that Mayweather versus McGregor, it's tomorrow at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. It's live on pay-per-view. So make sure you use your remote. You can order now on Verizon Fios if you want to see Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor face off. It's one of the most anticipated fights in history. And only one of them will reign. Two kings collide, the king of the ring. Do they have an undercard? They have to, right? I wonder who's on the undercard. I don't even know. All right. All right. I, I, I got to say. Chris Brown should have fought. 
I say this, though. By the way, Prince is going to be doing a Sign of the Times concert. They have the film Sign of the Times. You know I'm a big Prince fan. And that has been acquired by Showtime. It's going to premiere on September 16th. It's the first time in more than a decade that that film will be seen. It was directed by Prince. It's going to air here, and it was never issued on DVD. So that's a big deal. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right.